Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, everybody. It's Melanie. It's Big Mama. This is our record. Is this our third or our fourth one in a row? I think it may be the fourth one in a row. Well, I think we need a prize. I think we do, too. I think we're cranking them out now with... I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't clean my house with the regularity. I do these podcasts now. <laughs> I know. But we did try to record this one on Skype, by the way, a second ago. But it, every time Melanie talked, it sounded like there was some sort of horn sounding in the background. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which is what people tell me in real life all the time. Yeah. But I told her unless we wanted to sound like we, she was live podcasting from, <laughs> from a port somewhere, we probably <laughs> needed to just get on the iChat. That's probably true. And, you know, the irony of that, though, is I've already imitated because Caroline, this morning when I woke her up for day camp, she said, how do they wake you up when you're at sleepover camp? And I said, with a trumpet. And I was like going, dun, 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 you know? So it's I thing. put that out there this morning. And see, when I was in Lincoln, I felt like I sounded like a foghorn every time I talked. I have never been the recipient of so many polite nods in my life. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like where yeah. somebody would say, like, can you tell me where the, the Lifeway bookstore is? And I would give them instructions about how to get there. And they would uh-huh. look at me with just this kind of a vague, glazed look in their eyes and just smile and nod. I don't think uh-huh. they had any idea what I was saying. No, no, they didn't know. It's like, you know, when my sister moved off to Oklahoma when she was in high school and I went to go visit her and people didn't know who I was talking about when I said my sister Amy because they thought I was talking about my sister Jaime <laughs> and nobody knew anybody named Jaime. Well, it was it was almost exactly like that, I think. Every once in a while, somebody would say, where, where are you from? Um, and I think probably most of them assumed I was from Nashville. But anyway, and a lot of times when I'm in that situation and I know that people are scrutinizing my accent, it makes my accent that much worse. Uh-huh. So I oh, go from sure. just being a person with a southern accent. I mean, you know, I start I start to sound a little bit like a clampet, you know, like I've got <laughs> rocks in my mouth. Cause it's because you start thinking about it. I know. Uh, I, I know. And suddenly it's just, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm just like two steps shy of having a piece of straw hanging out of my mouth. <laughs> and some banjos <laughs> playing in the background. It's anytime you start. I remember after I got my braces off, and see, I'm going to start doing it right now. I can feel myself doing it. But they put those permanent retainers behind my top and bottom teeth. Yes. Yes. And anytime I would tell people, people would be like, oh, you had your braces off. And I'd be like, yes, but I have these retainers <laughs> behind my teeth. Like I would start like I couldn't talk. Yes. <sighs> like, you need to be thinking about those. He was like, that sounds terrible. But I see. And now I'm very aware of them all of a sudden. And it makes everything worse. I know. I know. Well, and oh. yeah, I told you I had I was so in love with the weather there. Like I was I got off the plane and I was like, oh, my word, this is refreshing. I mean, it yeah. felt like spring. It was just it was so delightful. And then when I was telling a lady that, and she was trying to follow me Friday night, a lady who had stopped by the table where I was, and I was telling her how the weather was so great. And and she said, oh, but it really gets a lot worse here. And I said, really? I said, because it's so humid in Alabama. And she said, oh, yeah, because, you know, we have to water our corn. And when we water the corn, it makes it makes it much more humid. And I have wrestled the last few days with that. I mean, I have, I have, I have turned that over and over in my head, trying to figure out, really, is there that much corn? Is there that much irrigation happening? Is it a level of irrigation that would that would make the humidity equal to that of, of north central Alabama? Like, I have really, I have thought about that a lot. I know, that's fascinating. I would find that hard to believe, but it is the Cornhusker State. I know, and there is a lot of corn there, which would require Uh a lot of water. And you think Uh if all those people are watering around the same time, that would be a lot of moisture in the air. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I've I've never thought of that. It has has captivated me, that whole idea. Yeah. No, I think that's one of those things that she says because she's never been to Alabama or Houston don't you think? Yeah, because, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. It could be true. But but my experience there was it was much more humid indoors than out. Like, it, you know, it was it, it, it was so pleasant outside. Whereas uh-huh. here, I stepped off the plane, and it's like you walk into a wall of, of humidity. Uh-huh. I mean, our windows uh-huh. are, this morning have been, like, you know, have moisture on them because it's so humid outside. Yeah, you feel like you can't breathe. And see, that's the difference between San Antonio. Like growing up in like Houston and Beaumont, it's so humid there. And see, I, for a long time when I lived in San Antonio, I thought it was very dry. 
and it is compared to those places, but it's still humid compared okay, to so, the rest so of the world. So San Antonio is not as humid as, say, like, like Baton Rouge? I guess not because – no. Yeah, I guess not. Baton Rouge, I, I've never seen anything uh, like it. It's new, well, really New Orleans. That's a whole other level. I've told you that uh-huh. story, though, a million times of when Elise got married and we all went down there. We were going to have a, her bachelorette party in New Orleans, and we ended up riding like seven in a car, and it was yeah. uh, it was hot. Uh, <sighs> it was so hot. It's hot. And see, that's how Beaumont was, like high school, because you're right there. You're only 30 minutes from the beach. You know, it's just... You're right on that Louisiana border. I mean, it was that, and it's that kind where it would just, it would storm every day at three o'clock in the summer because it would just get so wet that that's all it could do. Well, yeah, that's what it's been doing here, and it's cloudy right now. I think it's going to storm again, which we're grateful for the rain, but um, New Orleans, you could offer, I think, I would have to think long and hard about how much money it would take for me to go to New Orleans right now. Like, it would be a lot. The food is so good, though. Mm. I don't know. I have a hard time enjoying the food when I'm that hot. I really like, I hate it in the summertime. Mm -hmm. That's true. Really, April is the ideal time to go. Yeah, that's a good time. Uh, Mm -hmm. But some people love it regardless. The food is wonderful, but but I can't, the the river and the, uh, I just, I I carry too much baggage from that, from Elise's late July Mm -hmm. bachelorette weekend, I think. Well, that would do it. Mm -hmm. That would do it. All right. So what else is going on besides the heat? Imagine well, us talking about the heat. The heat is so hot. Have we mentioned it's hot? I know it's hot. Um, what else is going on? Okay, you watched The Bachelorette last night in part. I did not. I watched it. In, I actually ended up watching the whole thing okay. before it was all said and done. I watched the whole thing. I didn't, but I will say I knew my level of commitment because at one point I went to get a couple of Oreos and I didn't even pause the TV. I just walked into the kitchen. Mm, that speaks volumes. Um, mm-hmm, so my commitment level is low. Um. I'm going to say I'm going to say a couple things about it. Number one, the wardrobe choices continue to be whoever's styling her needs to be fired. It's a it's a travesty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like how many sheer short tops that are supposed to that maybe she's wearing as dresses can be worn. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. plead with that at all. And my other thing is, is that last night I told you this, like she was on one of those dates and it was her first date with the guy and she was like, he's nice and we're having a great conversation, but I need the romance to be there. And I'm like, sister, it's your first date. Like, give the boy a chance. I don't understand that. I didn't feel any romance with Perry probably the first 18 times I saw him. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> well, I mean, you go back to David and me. I mean, I would, I would say for the first, I don't know, 15 years we knew each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But you're friends. I mean, that's the whole thing is it's like, I mean, that was Perry and I. We were friends. So I wasn't thinking where's the romance because we were friends. But then by the time I was like, oh, I think he's kind of cute and maybe I like him. We already knew each other, which is really a great way to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good formula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, because then you kind of know each other a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, I just, she was, you know, where's the romance? Where's the romance? And I thought, this is a lot of pressure. But I just, I can't, you know, that whole thing of that, you know, she was so hung up on that jerk Bentley who, you know, and the whole scheme of things was never there for the right reasons and was a total jerk. And, uh, you know, but she did, she kind of told him off last night, which I was proud of her. Oh, she did? Yeah, she kind of, well, they flew him to Hong Kong. (laughs) I think that's a great way to punish somebody for using reality television for their own ends. I know. They they flew him to Hong Kong, and then they had to have this heart-to-heart talk about, you know, what dot, dot, dot meant or whatever, and he just kind of, said like so why'd you even come here if this is the end or whatever and then she said you just want but then i laughed because she was like do you just want a vacay and i was like see that's a word i could never get away with vacay oh vacay Mm -hmm. vacay no i can't have have we ever talked about how i don't like abbreviations for words like i don't I, i don't like acronyms i don't like abbreviations i like the whole word Okay, okay. Like, I I would kind of agree with that. I got a text from somebody yesterday that kept telling me perf. Mm-mm-mm. No, uh-uh. let's go ahead. We need to put that second syllable on it. Like, I don't like yeah. mayo. Like, I can't, like, there's something about it when okay. people say, like, you add some mayo. It makes uh-huh. me, uh, it makes me, like, my shoulders have to shiver <laughs> a little bit. I don't like when people say fridge. Okay. Mm-mm. Now, I probably say fridge sometimes. Um. And I may too, but there's just something, I don't know. I think it really all came to a head with Rachel Ray and the EVOO. Yes. You know, and then there's another one that she does, EVOO and, um. Stoop. (laughs) 
because that's just a made up word. Yes. <laughs> Stoop. Um, I don't know. I just like the whole word. So things like vacay, I, I just, mm-hmm. I can't get on board with it. I can't get on board with it. Maybe it's the English major in me. I just, I, I can't get on board with it. BFF, I, I think, is funny. So, um, yeah. you know, I mean, so that's kind of a tongue-in-cheek one. But, like, I, I, I don't know. As a general rule, not a fan. Are you there? Yeah, I'm there. It okay. just cut out for a second. Okay. As a general rule, what? I'm sorry. I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. Well, it's like, and it's, some of them, I'm kind of like, it works for somebody if you're in your 20s, but, like, I just know I'm I'm past the point of being, like, I can't walk around saying whatever. No, know, no, uh-uh. no, whatever, I'm past the point. Yeah, and that yeah, does work I for can't. somebody in their 20s. Um, it does. It totally works. Mm-hmm. But, no, not so much for me. Maybe vacay works if you're in your 20s, but really at mm-hmm. 41, it's not so cute anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like I had a friend one time, and when and this has been when I was in college, but her mom was saying something as she was helping her unpack her dorm her freshman year, and her mom was like, oh, that's awesome. And she was like, Mom, you do not say awesome. And I, I kind of feel like that's kind of me with whatever or vacay or yeah. perf. Mm-hmm. Perf. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need to say them. I'm not cool enough to, I'm not cool enough to pull it off. I think we're, we're, we're like, we're, we're on the, the, sort of on the edge of that divide you know where uh-huh. we're almost to the point where we're, we'll have you hear that thunder can you hear that no that that's your house yes um wow. well we, we're going to have kids who are going to you know like we're just a little bit away from the fact where we're, we're about to become the least cool people on, in the whole world yeah yeah for sure and i kind of knew that because yesterday morning i was really because i was trying to get caroline excited about camp and i like came in and i was like campers 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 like i was and she like gave me huge eye roll like it was like <laughs> she said she liked me at that moment well it's like you know one one day i don't know one day you're watching the real world and the next day i don't know you're carol brady i don't know how it happens <laughs> The next day, you're sitting at the pool talking about if they still make music videos. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right, and I think they do. I'm gonna tell you what I saw one. It was. It was. I don't even know if I ever. If I mentioned this to you, it was probably back in the fall, and I could not yeah. tell you the name of the song. But I stood. I, I like. I was just flipping the channel, and I stood in front of the TV, honestly, <laughs> with my mouth hanging open. It was a girl. And, uh-huh. and she was just dancing to her own song, but I have never seen anything like it. And I'll have you know that after that, like, you know how on your guide, on your television, it lists all your channels? Uh-huh. I went through ours and took all the MTVs out because I was like, if my I do not want, I do not okay. want a little boy in our house running across that business. I mean, it was... Uh-huh. It was mm-hmm. like it was the kind of thing. If it had been on when we were in high school, there would have been some media uproar. As my mama would say, it was vulgar. It was vulgar. <laughs> well, that's so funny because when we went to the roller skating rink on Sunday, I didn't even notice, and all of a sudden, Caroline said, "Why is that lady just in her?" Bra- Notice it. I looked up. Wait, hold on. You cut out. What she said. Caroline said what? Caroline said, "Mama said, why is that lady just in her bra?" And. I looked up, and they had a TV screen there that I've never noticed there, but it was playing a Lady Gaga video. Oh. And I was like, oh. I mean, like, and then they turned, and I was about to go say something about it, because it was like kids skate mm-hmm. in the middle of the afternoon. Um, but then they turned it off, and they didn't have it on again. But I said, I said, I don't know. I said, that is not appropriate. It is and not so, appropriate. Uh-uh. You do not need to go around in just your bra. But she looked up and saw it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. But I will say what I found fascinating about the videos is that now apparently the kids in the perf situation, mm-hmm. if they're on vacay, they like to go to the YouTube to watch the videos. They go to the YouTube to watch the videos. Which I, I didn't know that. I thought YouTube was just for finding, like, funny stuff, like people falling and stuff. But but it's it's for music, too. Yeah, old Saturday Night Live clips. I mean, I knew they had videos, obviously, but I didn't know, like, it was a thing where everybody put their videos on YouTube. I didn't know that. Okay. I've learned so something. I'm just, I'm just that just that checked out. Well, if I, if I could, I, I'm tempted to find, try to, I don't even, I wouldn't even know how to find that one. Yep. No, I know. I just remembered the name of the song. I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to see if I can. I don't, no, I'm not going to send it to you. I'm not going to send it to you. I'm not going to do that to you. It was terrible. It's vulgar. But you would have it's to, like that. This milk tastes really bad. Taste it and see if you think it's bad. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to send it to you and see if you're as offended by it as I was. <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. Um, I don't know. I don't, but you know, I don't agree with all these 
you know, all these girls, they're going to assert their sexuality and whatnot. They need to, mm-hmm. they need to button mm-hmm. up. No, I was just about to say they need to snap it on up. They do. They do. It would serve them well. Oh, um, I'm old. Golly. But you know what? Um, I will say, um, th- this past weekend in Lincoln, when Beth Moore was talking and she was talking about the, the scripture, you know, where, where it says that we're to be aliens, essentially, in this world. Yes. And she said, don't you think the more and more morally corrupt this world becomes, she said, don't you think that people perceive us as believers? It's just weirder and weirder. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's true. I mean, I think yeah. that, that I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's true because you think the culture is just continues to just veer. Oh, it just, the left. just a just a pure day spiral. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I'm I, just that, was not a, to... that was not a political statement. I just chose a direction, by the way. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> yeah. I just want to. Yes. That was in no way meant to be any kind of political commentary. No, no. But I will say, um, I mean, you know, I'll just sit in my house and, and block the MTV channels and go about mm-hmm. my business. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's uh, your, it's your right as an American. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, see, I'm so tempted right now to go off into politics, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Not. Resist the I really, I really want to talk about, I really want to talk about this next election because... As you know, I have a husband who gets a little obsessed with election years and to the point where I was about to block all the news channels last time. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, because we have a lot of opinions in our house Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. about things political. And so now that it's kind of gearing up, I've noticed an increased interest in news and podcasts and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just I'm just buckling up because. Yeah. Well, you kind of have to. Honestly, I will say I've been proud of us. I can't even remember the last time we had on Fox News in our house. I think we both got to a point where we were just over it because every time you turn it on, no matter what it is, Fox News, CNN, or whatever, I mean, within about three minutes, I'm convinced the world's about to end, and I'm ready to go live on a commune somewhere with my guns and like and grow a garden, you know? <laughs> well, you know, we've never been – we're not Fox News people. Just be, I've, I've, I've covered this ad nauseum, and I know people think it's sacrilege, but I, I, neither one of us can take this screaming. I can't mm-hmm. take the one person screaming at me. I can't take the graphics. I can't. But um, but there are other, you know, news programs that, that he'll record. And then, um, but mainly it's the podcast that he enjoys. And I could, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, the irony is as I record a podcast, I could really care less about any kind of political podcast. No, I don't. I don't want to listen. I just, the political stuff kind of stress get down to a point and i'll figure out who i'm going to vote for once it becomes clear who the candidates are but i'm not in iowa i'm not voting in any of these early caucus kind of things i just <laughs> you're not following the straw polls i'm not following the straw polls i'm just saying get it down and then i'll figure out who the best person is for me to vote for who most closely lines up to my beliefs yes and then and this is not an endorsement in any way, but if Rick Perry were to run, I don't know. that I think that he would go down as the president with the best head of hair ever. Oh, there's no question. Do you remember during the Republican debates last time when I did the, um, the, the analysis of the candidate's hair? Yes, yes. I, um, do I mean, that. there would have been no contest had Rick Perry been in it. I mean, that's, no. that's something. He'd beat out Sarah Palin. Oh, absolutely he would. I mean, just hair. I mean, the thickness, the whole thing. I wonder what he uses. I don't know. Do you, do you have any connections to help you find that out? Because I'm going to bet there's a blow dryer involved. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Oh, absolutely. There's a blow dryer involved mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. No question. You don't get that kind of volume if you just shower and gas. No, you don't. No, man or woman, you don't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I wonder if he colors it at all because he's not very gray. He's not. I, I yeah. tend to think he does color. Who was That's the guy who ran from New Mexico, Richardson? Did he run last yeah. time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think he, I, I don't want to, I mean, I certainly don't want to mm-hmm. accuse him of something he did not do, but I think, I always thought he colored his hair too. Yeah, I think it, they, it gives them a youthful look, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're tan. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know for sure. I mean, I, I would say with Rick Perry, I mean, I'm probably just in you know, that seven steps or whatever it is, six steps of separation. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure I'm only one step away from him, but right. I do not know him personally. Well, if you could work on that, if you could find out just maybe what his hair care routine is, I think that would affect the opinions of a lot of potential voters. Right. And, you know, he was an Aggie, and he was a yell leader at A&M, too. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. 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 He was. He was. So this is in no way an endorsement. It's no, I, I really, it's I just, I, I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just a little bit fascinated by him, but yeah. we've talked about that before. 
I feel like now yeah. we need to mention at least one Democrat to give them some equal time, but I can't think of any. No. Okay. I hear Barack Obama is a Democrat. <laughs> I've heard that, too. Perfect. I did notice, was it on the Oprah thing? Have you noticed mm-hmm. how he's going a little, like, salt and pepper, a little gray? Yeah, I did notice that. But th- have you noticed all the presidents start to I Oprah? know. It's fascinating. Nice. It does speak to the level of stress of that job. I mean, that job would stress me out. I go back to, and I think I've said this before, but there's got to be something a little bit wrong with you if you want to be president oh, of the United absolutely. States. absolutely. Yes, there there has got to be. I think there's got to be, and I mean this in the nicest possible way. Mm-hmm. I think there's got to be a just a smidge in this day and age. There's got to be just a smidge of narcissism at work. Okay. Maybe that's cynical. I don't mean to be cynical, but... No, I don't think it's cynical. I just think, I mean, I look at it, that's one of those. But, I mean, there again, nobody's going to accuse me. I pretty much can look at any high-level job and think, why would you want to do that? That is a lot of stress. <laughs> I'm the same way. Sometimes sometimes when David comes home and tells me about his work, I'm just like, oh, my. And he's just mm-hmm. as happy. And I'm mm-hmm. just as, it's just like the details of it. Oh, my word. Mm-hmm. Just not mm-hmm. my thing. I'm just- no, I'm not built for that. Well, you know, I mean, my, you know, my high-powered pharmaceutical sales career that I had, but even that, which was just as a sales rep, but I mean, you know, after I finally left that job, it took me a good six months to quit having nightmares about expense reports and market share and that I hadn't gotten something done I was supposed to. I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not wired for that. I'm going to tell like when, when I first knew you and you were doing that job, it, I used to stress out vicariously for you, <laughs> just thinking about the fact that you had to go call on people like like, and that's why I think people are hardwired for careers because, like, somebody who's in a sales job and loves it, they are made for that. Because, like, the thought, like, for me to think of doing that, oh, my word, I could go crawl in a corner right now. I just, I can't, uh-huh. I can't fathom it. But some people just love it. You know, we're just, yeah. we're all different. I yeah. seem to be hardwired, apparently, um, uh-huh. for you know, writing stuff on the computer and napping. Those seem to be yeah. my gift. And TV. Yes. And going to Sonic. Yes. I mean, you know, I, I, we all have our gifts. We just have to yeah. just have to be responsible with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need a more laid-back pace. I do better with a more laid-back pace. Yeah, and I'm fine with, like, I mean, like, I like work, but I like to be, uh-huh. I like to be sort of in charge of of the pace of it, in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I yes. like to, and I don't, to be able to pull back if I start to feel stressed out, to speed it mm-hmm. up if I start to feel urgent. I just, the pace of it is is huge with me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to feel, I will never do another job again where I have to talk somebody into something. Mm, I couldn't do it. That's in any kind of a sales. I'll never do that again. That was not really my natural thing. Like, I enjoyed visiting with people, and I had some great relationships because they were people I'd called on for 10 years. But we'd talk about kids and how they were doing and all that kind of stuff. But when it came time to actually do the salesy part of my job, I just, I hated myself. Yeah, I would too. I, I totally I relate to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because here's what would happen. I would say, well, so do you think you're interested in? And as soon as somebody said no, I'd be like, okay, all righty, well, then that's, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much I'm not really one to persuade somebody or argue with somebody until they come around to see my side. Mm -hmm. No, no. It'd be like, okay, all righty then. Well, good good times. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I got an email this morning, and I got so excited, which is going to be ironic after we've talked about the heat. Um, But Piper Lime, I got, did you get the email this morning about their fall boots were starting to come in? No, if I did, I deleted it and didn't look at it. They, the, uh, the fall boots, what do they look like? The, the fall boots. Is it still, well, still going to be the year of the booty? It is booties galore. Okay. <laughs> that actually like has a lot in common with that MTV video I mentioned earlier. <laughs> booties galore. Booties galore. <laughs> yeah, booties everywhere. Literally, I mean, there really were. I mean, it's all booties. And then, um, and some tall boots too. I mean, so it's a mix, but a lot of, and then they had some other fall shoes, a lot of animal print wedges. Like they oh, have some, that I, is I, a I've blessing. That a is a blessing. print wedges that I'm really want. Okay. I may have to, I'm gonna have to go look as soon as I, I'm just wondering, and th- this is, well, my friend Elise was in town a couple of weeks ago, and we met her and her boys up at, um, we were going to eat at Chewy's, but it was, the wait was too long, but um, mm-hmm. anyway, but I had on a pair of um, of Bermuda shorts, and then a tank top, and I had on one of my, like, really lightweight mauled things, like, with a shorter yeah. sleeve. 
Yes. And she walked up and she said, look, there's Maud. And, <laughs> and I wonder, do you think there's a chance that those will be back again in the fall? Because if not, I'm going to, it's going to be hard times. At the, no, at the, I think they're for sure going to be back again in the fall. Okay. Okay, good. I think no question. I think that's got another two years. Okay. Really that's good to know. I really do, because I think people are not going to want to give those up, because they're so comfortable. Yes, they are so comfortable. Yeah, and they're, they're... I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be in. I will say, though, the booty, I tried on a lot of booties last year. Yes, yes, you did. And I never ended up with a pair of booties. Actually, that's not true. I had a friend who actually gave me a hand-me-down pair of booties that I tried a million times to make work, and I never could get them to look right with an outfit. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking, you know how sometimes when like a trend starts and it looks really weird to you at first and then your eye kind of gets used to it. There uh-huh. was a cute young girl on um, Travis's praise team this past weekend named Anna. She's darling. And uh-huh. the first night she had on, she had on some skinny jeans that were, um, that were just raw, like just had like a little bitty roll at the bottom. And she had on like some big wedge kind of gladiator type sandals you know that look oh, where yeah. it's almost like a a booty but it's a sandal booty i don't know what mm-hmm. you call that a sooty a bandle i don't know but <laughs> i don't know anyway but she looked darling and i was thinking you know i would have never like four years ago i would have thought oh that is that is unusual but mm-hmm. it looks so mm-hmm. cute but i'm like you i never really worked out the whole booty thing no last year. i mean mm-mm. and i saw some that i thought were cute but i just never could kind of figure out and I think that the other thing too is is it just goes back to I am in love with the tall boots right I love nothing more than a pair of tall boots I live for when it gets cold enough for me to wear them even though that really is not until November but like skinny jeans and tall boots to me are the best thing that's like it's my version of mod I will wear skinny jeans and boots up until I until Easter till I can't wear it anymore right right well, you know, so I'm in that, love. I'm in love with. I feel that way about a wedge shoe. I uh-huh. I adore a wedge. I adore uh-huh. a wedge. Well, you need to go look because they had these really cute, like leopard print wedges. And you know, Gully has kind of got me on this thing because she read whose book? It was Nora Ephron, but I can't remember if it was a book or an article that she had written where she said you can always tell an elderly person because they'll always have a touch of leopard print somewhere oh, in their well, outfit. And sign me up. Well, but Gully said it's killed the leopard print for her, but I still really enjoy the leopard print. Well, I love but, an animal print. Yeah, and I go back to, you know, I've had some leopard print flats that I bought at Target like four years ago, and I still wear those, and they are surprisingly neutral. I mean, like, I've oh, worn I like a lot yes. of different things. I have some that I got at Rack Room a couple of years ago, and they they go with lots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think a pair of these wedges, that may be an investment for me this year, because I think I would wear them a lot. Are they I expensive? I wear them with a lot of different stuff. What? Are they expensive? No, they were like the one. I mean, they had them in all price points, of course. But like one pair was like fifty nine dollars, okay. which I think is totally reasonable. I'm gonna bet that Steinmart will have a leopard print wedge then. I bet they will. Well, you know, the first ones I ever saw last year were Tory Burch, and they were. I'm sure these are all Tory Burch, like the knockoff, because I saw them. And I mean, you talk about a shoe I wanted to just snatch up and take home with me forever but it was like four hundred dollars so that well, eliminated that do you remember you failed some for me at that were, were you like in a marshall's okay. or a ross in houston yeah, and they didn't have my size that's right i forgot that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. those were cute yeah so okay so anything anyway, else but, on the horizon that we need to be aware of that you're that you're noticing besides the leopard wedge Shoe. Well, the booty, tons of booties in all shapes and sizes. And then um, and then I also noticed, along with the animal print, they had a lot of snakeskin print. But I, can, I don't do snakeskin. I, I, I can't do snakeskin. Do I don't like it. One time I bought at Steinmark, probably 20 years ago, I bought a pair of snakeskin skinny pants. And it's one of the great fashion regrets of my Wait, life. I think I had some, too. <laughs> Did they like, they were like, do they button like on the side? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were green. Remember those, they were those pants. I don't know if y'all wore them at Mississippi state, but there were some pants that came out late in my college career that gap had that were black skinny pants that zipped on the side that had no pockets. Was this about they the just, same time as the mock turtleneck from gap that oh, the short yes, sleeve ma'am. mock turtleneck that I, I mean, like, I don't know that I've ever worn a shirt more than that. No, no. And I would wear, like, my favorite outfit in college were those black skinny pants with the mock turtleneck short sleeve with a denim vest over it. Yes. I like to belt, too. I had a denim vest that I like to belt. 
Oh, you were fancy. Mm-hmm. Mine was more of a crop denim vest. Okay. You couldn't have belted okay. it, but it was like more the short kind of bikerish mm-hmm. denim vest, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, you were probably you were, you were more fashion forward than I was. Well, I don't know about that. And then I had a pair of black cowboy boots. That was like my favorite outfit. Mm-hmm. Like, and and my roommate Meredith at the time, she had the best denim vest. Like we all kind of had one, but she had the very best one to wear her denim vest out because it was such a great outfit. Yeah, I had um, I liked I had black. Um, these black pants, and I don't know that they were Gap. I think I got them at, in my hometown, but the buttoned on the side and zipped, and then the uh-huh. black short sleeve mock turtleneck, and then I had a longer, like almost like a denim. It was a, uh, it was a, like the length of a blazer, but it was a vest, and then I would belt mm. it, and I like to wear it with a black and white leopard print scarf. That was my favorite. Oh, that is that was very Harold's right there. Yeah, it was. Listen, it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good outfit. Well, and so the, well, anyway, these snakeskin pants. I bought them shortly after college, and they were that same fit and style. And I think I wore them with like some sort of sweater set, you know, because mm-hmm. that's when the sweater sets were really in. Do you know um, that? I just remember this, and um, and and. I guess it was, yeah, it was right after 9-11. I, it was sometime uh-huh. that fall. Steinmark got in some jeans that were also flags. Like, it was it looked like, a, oh. like a, it looked like, um, it was like a flag pattern on the jeans. Oh. Same kind of thing. Side button, you know, zip up the side. And I bought those in Warman, New York City. Oh, really? <laughs> you were very. I was showing God my solidarity. I know, I know. I was. I was showing my solidarity with my country. You were you were very patriotic. In a red sweater coat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that reminds me of the time I went to the Omaha Zoo when A&M was in the College World Series, and I wore a leopard print bodysuit <laughs> with shorts. <laughs> and Gully laughed at me. It's one of the few times we've ever gotten in a fight because I get hurt my feelings that she made fun of me in my leopard print bodysuit on my way to the zoo. <laughs> Were you just were you just trying to show an affinity for the animals? Were you just hoping they would look at you and know that you understood them? I, I don't know. There is a secret part of me that always is a fan of some kind of theme dressing, and I have to fight it. I really do. But somewhere in me, I could be that person who, like, has an outfit that goes with an occasion. And I really I have to fight that part of me. I don't know what that is. <laughs> But that was a time that I gave into it, and I regretted it later because I look back at those pictures and think, well, that looks awfully silly to have on a leopard print body suit. When you say body suit, do you mean like leotard kind of thing? (laughs) Yes, yes, it was like, but not long. Like it was, remember for a while, all those like body suits, and it was like a top, but it would snap like a leotard, and then you'd wear it like with your shorts or whatever. I I never had one of those. Oh, you did? No. Oh, listen, I, I had many of those. I was, I thought that was the most clever thing in the world because you didn't have to worry about anything coming untucked. Well, sure, but then you had to go to the bathroom. Well, no, but I listen. I guess that didn't really. <laughs> but you know, when I was in college, I didn't have to go twenty-eight times well, a that's day true. like I do now. You make a good point. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I certainly never drank water, so it wasn't like I was hydrated. That's true. Yeah, you make it. Yeah, those are all excellent points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leopard print body I suit. I missed the bodysuit trend. I don't. I, that that didn't make it to Mississippi. You, you missed the wait. You cut out. You missed the what? I missed the bodysuit trend. That didn't make it to Mississippi. Okay. Well, it 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 made it. I mean, I and like I, some of mine were like from Ann Taylor. I mean, they were like I paid some money for my bodysuits, but I loved them. Like I had a black one. Gully had a green one that she wore with it. it was like stripes. She had some green jeans that went with it. Do you, have we talked about this? Is another early nineties fashion thing? Well, no, this was this was more this was mid nineties. Have we ever talked about the Ann Taylor, the velvet jeans from Ann Taylor? Do you remember those? Oh yeah. Oh, they yeah. were good. Oh, those were good. Those were good. Velvet jeans. It won't be long Mm -hmm. before those come back around. No, they'll come back. Now, speaking of, I had a pair of velvet leopard pants. (laughs) Did you wear your leopard bodysuit with them? (laughs) I did not wear my leopard bodysuit. And then then walk into a restaurant and go, rawr. Rawr. No, the leopard pants, those were after Perry and I got married. I don't remember where they came from. Maybe Harold's, but that was after. I mean, I, I vividly remember that it was after we were married. Okay. All righty. So. I'm trying to think of other animal, like animal print themed clothing I might have owned, but nothing's coming to mind. Zebra. I had a zebra skirt. I did have a snakeskin looking skirt when we lived in Baton Rouge. It was red and okay. black. I got it at McRae's. It was very sassy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've had a lot of animal prints that have come in and out of my life. I'm a fan. Yeah, I am too. I'm a, I'm a fan. I've had zebra so. sweaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had some. I had a zebra sweater. I think I had a what other sweater? I had something. Did I have a leopard? I don't think I've had a leopard sweater. Well, I don't think. Well, we we may have a chance again. We might. It's all coming back. Where the shoes for sure. So that's what they had. But they had a pair. They have these fry boots that are called like the Michelle Button boot that I adore. And I thought if I could splur, if I really splurged on something, I think that would be what I would want. Are they twenty to twenty five dollars? Yeah, they're somewhere. They're a little above my price range. They're twenty to twenty five dollars. They're fifteen dollars. Mhm, mhm. So I probably won't be owning them anytime soon. But boy, they certainly are nice looking. I know, this is always the time of year where I start to get excited about fall clothes, just because the yeah. thought of like being like it, like I start to think about football season with kind of a wistful look in my eye. Mhm, mhm. And then it, and, but see, but the, what leads, this leads to, if you're like me, is then by like mid-September, I'm very angry. I walk around <laughs> feeling very angry that it's still hot. Yes. Yes. Very angry in mid-September. There's no uh, doubt about even that. Even though I've lived, it, but you know, but it goes back to, we've lived in the South forever. So it's always hot in mid-September, but I always feel like, hadn't, doesn't the first cold front normally come through by now? You know, mm-hmm. like, where is it? Like, what's, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm kind of in the mood now to do like a closet clean out and evaluation well you could i think my winter wardrobe is is sorely lacking i finally got the end of ring that i just told myself were too were beyond hope so i feel like i'm gonna i'm gonna need to find some good sweatery stuff but i say that it really doesn't get that cold i think part of it is is i don't get to wear them that much i know i love them but i don't wear them that much all right well what else we got anything else i don't know if you read any good books um, I'm trying to think. Not, you know what I've had? I've had bossy pants forever, and I still haven't started to read it. Oh, I do love bossy pants. It made me laugh so hard. So I've Tina got Fey that to read, uh-huh. and um, I've got a little bitty, like a uh, a little bitty book. It's more like a devotional book, but it's just it's like it's just called Humility that I'm going to read it, an Andrew Murray book. Okay. And I've got um. I was trying to think what else. I just I've been thinking about books more lately because when we were in Louisville and we were talking about books, what was that book you said? I was trying to remember that book that you said that you got that Kelly Corgan book. Oh, List. Well, the middle place is her first, okay. and then List is her. Second. The middle place is the one I couldn't think about. I mean, I couldn't remember. I, I couldn't remember what it was. I adore. That's one of my favorite books ever. Well, I was in a bookstore, but I don't know. Like, well, I was in the bookstore yesterday, and I've gotten mm-hmm. to where like I go in and I get completely overwhelmed. Yeah, I, I just, it's I too much. Mhm, mhm, I agree. It's too much. Yeah. So, anyway, so I thought about maybe reading that, um, and then you should read that. You would really like it. Trust me. It's like to me, it's like one of my. It's like it's like when I recommended Friday Night Lights to you. Like okay. I feel like that, I, I feel that way about the middle place. I just think it's so well written, and it's just such a it's just such a beautiful story and i just i really like it i just i don't know it just it it resonated with me i love that book okay well yeah that's one like i could pick it up and read it again tomorrow okay well then there you go or today okay or i might pick it up today. i need to type it somewhere so i don't forget well i mean i guess i could pick up the phone and call you if i really if i can't remember (laughs) chances are i'll be here um, the middle place. And then there's some novel called Maine. Remember I told you yes. about that, that I've heard a lot of buzz about. It's supposed to be like the great summer novel, but I, I didn't, I wasn't ready. It was really thick and I wasn't ready to commit to that. There was somebody on the plane the other day who was reading, um, well, it was Amy from Lifeway was reading some book about some, some widow, Confederate war widow, something, not the oldest living Confederate widow tells all, but another book in that yeah. vein. And I thought mm-hmm. it was like something that you would read because it was kind of some kind of nonfiction like memoir type thing where I'm certain there was no air conditioning. Yeah. So <laughs> and I do occasionally I do love those books, but you'll be glad to know in the middle place there there is air conditioning. It is not historical. It's not historical. I just I can't do it. I just I, I don't know. There's something about thinking about how hot people were that just does me in. Mhm. Mhm. I know. Yeah. I didn't. And then you know I read Spoiled. I told you that. Oh well, you never told me how it was. You what? You cut out. I'm oh, sorry. you never told me how it was. Um, you know what? I felt a little bit like after I read it, like it, it was it was funny and it was cute in a way, but it, 
here's the here's here's the the main takeaway is I had to go to the young adult section to yeah, buy it. Well, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I were 14 or 15, I would have adored it. And I did think it was very cute and very campy, but I felt a little bit like I had picked up one of my old Sweet Valley High books and read it. You know what right, I mean? Right. Now, my, but I, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, my friend Ann Riley wrote a book called The Clearing that I actually I bought. I doubt, like I just downloaded the Kindle app on my computer and I bought it on uh-huh. Amazon. Uh-huh. And I'm um, just because I've heard her talk about it, and I don't know. I you know I thought oh, I'm going to read Ann's book and. Um, uh-huh. Kind of like any time, you know, you hear somebody that you know has written something, you kind of think, well, I hope I like it or whatever. I blazed through that in about two days. And it's a young really? adult. Yeah, it's a young adult book. But it, I totally got into it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's so how I was proud of Anne. She's working okay. on another maybe, book. She's very prolific. Maybe I need to read that. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, so, so currently I'm bookless because spoiled, it really was. It was one of those. I mean, I was finished with it in two days. You know, it wasn't like it was heavy reading that I had to process. Well, I wish I had something to recommend. I, you know, every time somebody says, "What have you read that was good?" I say, "The Help." <laughs> that was two years ago. The Help. Yeah, pretty much. If the movie's already coming out about a book, you can guarantee you're probably late on that recommendation. I'm here. I'm here to tell you. I think that movie's going to make a ton of money. That what? I think that movie is going to make a ton of money. Oh, yeah, I think it's for sure. Because, I mean, that book was so good. And it looks, like, from the previews, it looks like they've done a really good job with the movie. I hope I'm not wrong. Now, I've told you my, well, I don't really have a connection. But the guy who directed the movie, we were in a wedding together. My friend, We were in my friend Tracy's wedding together. Her, oh, that's right. Her husband went to high school with the guy who's directed the movie. So my point is, though, I know that he knows the South because he grew up in yes. Jackson. So that's a, that's a comfort, you know. You, it's uh-huh. It's good to have people who know the people they're. Who know the story of the people that they're telling. Yeah, so it's not just trying to make it, yeah, like some Yankee trying to make it work or something Mm -hmm. who doesn't know anything about it. Um, Because that's how I felt. You know, I loved the book Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. Oh, yeah, I read that too. Mm -hmm. I loved that book. I thought it was so good. I was not really a fan of any of her other books. I really wanted to like them, and I didn't like them nearly as much. But I love that book. But the movie to me when it came out was so disappointing compared to, like, the book. Which happens a lot, but I never saw the movie. Well, you you didn't miss much. It just I don't know. It didn't capture it. I don't know. It made it all real hokey. It didn't. And I wanted. To, I mean, Sandra Bullock was in it. There was no reason not to like it. Like in theory, I was. I mean, I remember like Gully and I went and saw it like the first night it came out. We were so excited about it. But it was kind of it was a kind of a letdown. Well, I think you know I'm always wary of movies about the South. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of uh-huh. like I've never seen Sweet Home Alabama because I I just I think I can't. I don't know if I can handle the accents. Okay. Now, I actually really like Sweet Home Alabama. Okay. That's probably one of my favorite little movies. Like, if it's on TV, I'll stop and watch okay. it. I mean, it's not going to win any awards for anything, but it's just cute. Reese Witherspoon could not be cuter. Well, and I feel like she could do a southern accent because she's from Nashville. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. that yeah. helps. She gets it. And, she gets it. Oh, I just thought of another book. I, um, and I saw Lindsay at Suburban Turmoil had mentioned this book on, like, her summer reading list. Yeah. And it's been years since I read it, but The Secret History by Donna Tark is one of my all-time favorite books. Oh, it mm-hmm. is? I love okay. that book. It's so good. Or at least okay. it was so good 15 years ago when I read it. But I felt a connection to her. Well, that's a whole other long story. But she's from Mississippi, and it was her first novel and all that kind of stuff. But, oh, I love that book. It was It completely, like... You know how when a book consumes you and the yeah. characters are all you can think about? Mm-hmm. That was me mm-hmm. in that book. Oh, well, I may go get that. I need a book. I may go get that one. It's really good. Okay. okay. I mean, I, again, it's been a long time since I read it, but my friend Daphne and I talk about it a lot. It's just one of those books. It was just, it's a good, good book. Okay. Okay. Well, you've got good, I mean, even if you liked it 15 years ago, I bet it's still good now. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's, it's, it's not necessarily like my typical reading cause you know, I, I, um, but I, cause I kind of like, I tend to like re- regional stuff, but, um, anyway, but it's good. Okay. I would recommend right. it. Well, I may go to Amazon to Borders today. Oh wait, you cut out, you may go to Amazon or Borders. Is that what you said? I said, I said Amazon, but then I was like, well, no, I won't go to Amazon. I'll drive up to Borders and get it. Okay. Let's say we've yeah. solved something. I know. I feel like now I have a plan for my day. I was going to clean the bathrooms, but now I'll just go get a book instead. All right. Well, we have anything else? I know this has been riveting for anyone who's listened. Oh, I think, I mean, we've covered a lot. I'm, I don't know what any of it was, but, um, yeah, but I think, you know, I think it's fine. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I've got, um, I've got nothing else, I don't think. 
Oh, oh except no, the Miss could. Mississippi pageant. I would just, if I could encourage anybody to do anything, <laughs> if I could encourage anybody to do anything, it would be to take the computer and get as far away from your husband as you can so that he will not mock you. Mm-hmm, and and, mm-hmm. and settle in on, on Saturday night for the finals of the Miss Mississippi pageant. I'm here to tell you, okay. some of my most treasured memories of my lifetime are from watching that pageant. Okay. I'm going to watch it. I'm totally inspired. You've encouraged me, and I'm inspired. And, that's, that's and I, really, like, I really thought like it would be fun to do like a Twitter party, but, but, but then I'm always, if I see a Twitter party going on, I'm always the one to like jump off of Twitter. Because, you know, it's not, it's not fun if you're not in it. But, yeah, um, but I really yeah. may set up a post on my blog and just, um, and just let the comments be a discussion. Because, I, oh, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, last year, my friend that I call Bubba on the blog, we went mm-hmm. through and mm-hmm. actually predicted the top ten based solely on the contestants' photographs that were in the Mississippi and the Clary oh. Ledger. Because you just kind of get to know the look, you know. The, mm-hmm. You can kind of mm-hmm. tell, you can separate the amateurs from the professionals and yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. And we were, listen, mm-hmm. I, we, were, we were scarily accurate. But, I would believe that. But this year. I would year, believe that you would have an eye. I, I tried and I, 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 I didn't feel as certain about what I thought. So okay. it's okay. wide open. Did y'all watch Miss Texas when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. We always watched Miss Texas growing up. Yeah. And it was good. Miss Texas is always a good. I mean, I feel like Texas and Mississippi. I mean, you talk about two states that take their pageants seriously. I mean, you're not playing around. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, I always loved the. I mean, I would have, like, my scorecard, my notebook, and, like, kind of take notes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because remember there was a time then they'd put the scores up where, like, the judges give them, you know, and you would kind of be able to see the scores and I would be tabulating, you know, like what I thought, who I thought was ahead, what was going on. I really like Miss Mississippi was always mainly, I mean, like if nothing else, the production numbers, you know, where they would like in the middle, mm-hmm. they would stroll out with parasols and yeah. everybody would sing a song and, um, or they'd have some telephones, you know, and they, I, it, you know, they'd always have props for the production numbers. That yeah. part I loved. And, and the thing about Mississippi that's so delightful is that the people who win Miss Mississippi, I mean, you know their names. Like, I could, I could, you know, like, there are women who were Miss Mississippi before I was born. Mm-hmm. And if I were to meet them tomorrow, I would be just a little bit starstruck, you know, like, okay. because you just know who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's important. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Well, anyway, it is important. It is important to have all that talent and beauty in one uh, package. That's important. I thought this that was last night and I looked for it on YouTube. But there was one year there was a girl um, who she had been Mississippi Junior Miss at one point and then she was in Miss Mississippi. And um, I think she was in the pageant one year. She didn't do well. So she came back the next year, and she really did do a, a, a magic. Like, she had, like, a whole magic routine. <laughs> like, she poured milk into a newspaper, and then she opened the newspaper, and there was no milk. And then and then she had a hat, and she waved a wand over it. And then the wand turned into flowers. It was all – and she won. She won that crown. She won it. She went to Miss America with that talent. And, well, and uh, you know, I mean, it's stuff like that that mm-hmm. you, you hold those things in your heart forever. I know. You could say she pulled it out of her hat. <laughs> she did. She pulled it out of her hat. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, so I just, it's stuff like that. One year a girl had twirled the baton in high school, but she missed a step and she fell, but she kept twirling. I mean, like, oh. you know, it's just, you don't see that kind of gumption these days. And No. So... Mm-hmm. Anyway. No, you don't get that level of like I'm saying a lot of times. Oh, wait, you cut out again. You don't get that level of I what? Said it, I said level of talent. I said mm-hmm. these days it seems like everybody's just happy to sing or maybe play a piece on the piano. Yeah, you know? yeah. and so I'm hoping that there, there will at least be a couple of, you know, we don't need ten, the top ten. We don't need everybody singing opera. You know, we're not that no. highfalutin. Mm-hmm. You know, we need somebody mm-hmm. to sing a Patsy Cline song. We need somebody to clog uh-huh. You know, a ventriloquist. I, I, I personally am always a fan. If somebody can record their, the, you know, play the piano, record it, and then record a vocal on top of that, and then dance to the recording of their vocal and their piano playing, oh. I think that's really I, special. I believe that's called a triple threat. It is. So mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm excited about the mm-hmm. possibilities and. You know. Well, there's no telling. There is no telling. So Saturday night. Saturday night. I mean, one of my favorite Twitter nights ever was the Miss America oh. pageant, whenever that was. Me? Oh, yeah, that was good. That was a good. I really would. I would, good... I would. I would. I would say let's 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 all talk about it on Twitter. If I didn't, if I if I weren't scared that we would annoy others on Twitter who have no interest. Yeah, but people can get off Twitter. Listen, I've sat through a lot. <laughs> I've seen a lot of boring tweets. 
I'm just going to put it out there. So well, I've seen a lot of tweets about cutting coupons or doing whatever. And so, and I tolerate those. I just scroll through. It does not interest me. I just scroll through. Well, I think that we have run the gamut on our conversational topics today. We, we have gone from politics, yeah. fall fashion trends, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to literature. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what more you could ask for in one podcast. I don't either, except maybe something that made sense. But really, I mean. That would have been something that's entertaining. But other, but other than, than that, that, I think this is solid gold. <laughs> I think we have reached our goals for the day, and I feel good about okay, it. Okay, well, I really am going to figure out how we can watch Miss Mississippi together. Okay. All right. Well, you you figure that out, and I'll be there. I will not miss okay. it. Okay. I think okay. That, I think that's important. I think it's I think it's. Hey, when's the fourth of July? On Monday. Okay. That's mm-hmm. good to know. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's on Monday. I, I'm not totally sure how I know that. You know, but my favorite. You know, it was a year ago that Caroline asked if it was if that was also the day that Britain celebrated the Day of Shame, <laughs> which is just my favorite. <laughs> Of all the treasures I will take with me, that is my favorite. I don't know that I've ever been more proud when she asked if that was their day of shame. <laughs> so on that note, happy day of shame to our friends over in England. Mm-hmm. To, to our to our UK friends, mm-hmm. happy day of shame. And we will be uh, not setting off fireworks because we're in the midst of a drought. Right. So we will have no fireworks this year mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. We'll just be waving our flags and uh, entering in the belly flip. Are you there? Yeah, you cut out. I said we'll just be at the pool. That's what we're going to okay, do. Okay, gotcha. Doing the belly flop contest. Doing the belly flop contest. Well, yeah, that'll pretty much be we'll, be our, we'll be in our... Um, and here at our house, probably, you know, doing our best not to set trees on fire. Because I can promise you there will be fireworks here. Um, okay. But we've also, it's not dry, so it's fine. And mm-hmm. um, and we don't have any ordinances against it. So we okay. usually end up with okay. a lot of a lot of children in our driveway and, and um, mm-hmm. some, sparklers. some sparklers and whatnot. Okay. Well, y'all have fun. We will be sitting here remembering the days of yore when we could have fireworks. Okay. All righty. Okay. Well, I'll talk to you. All right. Talk to you later. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. bye. bye.